The Arizona Cardinals shooting for their first 3-0 start since 2015. Oh, what a magical season that was. NFC Championship game. Can they do it here in 2021? Can they send the Jags their first 0-3 start since 2016? A lot more recent. It's Bo, it's Alex, it's Locked On Cardinals. Part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fired up, rise up Red Sea. It is the Friday before week three of the NFL season. The Arizona Cardinals going to North Florida taking on the 0-2 Jags, and it couldn't have been. I don't think you could have scripted a worse start for the Urban Meyer-Trevor Lawrence era. Uh, it's been disastrous. We talked to our guy Tony Wiggins yesterday. I highly recommend you check that podcast out. Tony, much like Alex and myself, he doesn't sugarcoat things. He likes to keep it real, as they say, <laughs> and, uh, and really not um, – back away or back off any uh, criticism of an organization that in this case deserves it. And urban Meyer deserves it. Even though he's only two games in Arizona Cardinals job, Alex Clancy is to not let them write the ship. Tony said yesterday they're offering him a life preserver and he's not taking it. Don't offer him a life preserver come Sunday. Yeah. I mean, the interesting part about this is the Jaguars defense hasn't played terribly. You know, they're only they're giving up less than 300 total yards a game through two weeks. So, yeah, on paper, this seems to be a, you know, an easy get a W during the early time slot on the East Coast and get the hell home and go to yeah. SoFi Stadium and see what you can do against potentially the undefeated Rams, depending on what they do on Sunday against Tampa Bay. But this is this is a perfect setup, and this is exactly what we said. Regardless of how the Cardinals got through it last week, being able to go 3-0, before the, the gauntlet of week four, five, and six with the Rams, 49ers, and Browns gives them a leg up, not only on the NFC playoff picture, but also the NFC West division race, which is very, very important. Because we saw, again, they started 2-0 and last year and finished 2-4 and in division. Yeah, you got the Los Angeles Rams taking on Tampa Bay, and then you have the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Green Bay Packers. Sunday on football. Sunday. There you go. Yeah. Finishing each other's sandwiches here on the Lockdown <laughs> Cardinals podcast. And uh, it is brought to you by uh, the Lockdown NFL Draft Podcast, now hosted by Eric Crocker, who you're going to hear from at least twice this season. He's on Lockdown Niners with Brian Peacock, doing a great job over there and doing a great job on Lockdown NFL Draft. And then also you have Ryan Tracy on that show. Check it out wherever you find podcasts. It's also on YouTube. And we just uh, want to send a big thank you to everybody that tunes in each and every day. The YouTube channel, the numbers up, the podcast listens, they are up astronomically and we couldn't do it without you and we really appreciate you making locked on cardinals the first thing you check in in each and every morning um you know there's a couple issues going on with this arizona cardinals team and it's just the nature of the game uh injuries happen deandre hopkins dealing with a rib issue i liked what aj green said he's like deandre hopkins doesn't miss games you know he's got he might have a rib injury but uh He's not going to miss any t- any time. And then Byron Murphy, I mean, just when you thought the defensive secondary, you know, couldn't lose anything else, you know, your top corner could potentially miss this game. But if you're going to miss any game on the schedule, it's probably this one coming up against the Jaguars team that Alex at this point 
dating back to week two of the 2020 NFL season, has lost 17 straight games. It's a lot of games, Bo. How about that? How about that analysis? Um, we talked about this a little bit with, with Amp, with Tony Wiggins. Any given Sunday is a thing. Sure. And we've seen um, less surprising things happen with the Cardinals than them potentially losing on Sunday to Jacksonville. This is this is a game where you instill dominance. We've talked about that. We've talked about that. If they can go in there, win by two touchdowns, and say, you know what? We're here now. The Cardinals say that. It'll be a far cry from if they win by a field goal going having to go play the Rams in week four. It can't just be if you win. It's got to be how they win. And even with Byron Murphy out, the offense now just has to take over. The offense yeah. needs to be the focal point. And I'm not saying this directly correlated to Cliff Kingsbury whatsoever, but we've seen a Jekyll and Hyde defense through two weeks, and the offense has been kind of the mainstay, regardless of how they've gotten it done. They've gotten it done to the tune of over 70 points in two weeks. Yeah. You know, I, I like what you do each and every week on your Twitter account at Clancy's Corner, where you kind of uh, do uh, you go each big position or whatever, and and you you kind of check off who has the the edge in the contest. Obviously, I mean, where do the Jaguars have the edge in this contest? It's not quarterback. Maybe running back with James Robinson if he's going to get the carries in this contest because through two games, not getting a whole lot of carries. Wide receiver. Completely, you know, sways in the favor of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I mean, the offensive line, I think the edge goes to the Arizona Cardinals. You look at the defense, you know, as far as the players on the defense and the impact that they make, you'd find that the Arizona Cardinals overwhelmingly win that. Where where do the Jags, with all those top 10 picks, where do they have the edge? I don't know. I mean, the only argument you could make, kind of, would be at linebacker, but I, I like... I was trying to make an argument for wide receiver for it being deeper. Like if everybody were to be healthy, you have a lot more B to B minus receivers on Jacksonville. And you did before the season started. LaVisca Chenault has shown something his rookie year out of Colorado. DJ Chark was, was a, a breakout star. Marvin Jones is old faithful. Who's going to play, but you can't. I mean, that that's like the only argument I could potentially make is obviously the Cardinals are more top heavy, but the Jacksonville Jaguars are deeper, but not through two weeks. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, that'd be pretty preposterous. The, the yeah. wide receiver, uh, you know, maybe the defensive secondary. I, I just don't know. It's it's certainly not uh, the safeties. The safeties is one of the deepest spots. And right. Jalen Thompson, you know, who doesn't get a lot of run because he plays next to Buda Baker. Uh, Jalen Thompson's been pretty big for this team in, in making stops when some guys, some running backs would have been sprinting towards, you know, the end zone. So, it, and you do have uh, to really quick. You do have to give Steve Kime credit for that supplemental draft pick, Jalen Thompson, sure. out of Washington yeah. State. He kind of gets overlooked because of how much of the spotlight Buda Baker has from the safety room. But as you mentioned, and before I cut you off, I mean, yeah, he saved two Dalvin Cook touchdowns last week. Yeah, I mean, he seemingly did, and he's he's played very well, very solidly as a backup dancer to Buda Baker when he's been healthy, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we're we're of course uh, in a late teaser. We're going to get into this obviously a full game preview, full predictions. Who's going to be your player of the game? What what's going to be the final score between Alex and myself? But also, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have an easy. There's going to be an easy answer to a question uh, that we're going to answer later in the show here before we get to those predictions and that really kind of that breakdown of this contest. But um, the Arizona Cardinals have an opportunity here that they missed out on. They fell short in last year. I mean, everybody remembers. You know, this was a team that you and I were talking about, and we were like, 
look, looking at the schedule, they could go, you know, the 2020 Arizona Cardinals, you could jump in the DeLorean gun into 88, and we're, we're sitting here talking at the same time. This team could go 4 0, and they fall sh- horrendously short. They have a brutal performance, including Kyler Murray against the Detroit Lions, where he throws three picks, and then an equally, if not worse, performance against the Carolina Panthers. Sure, they were undermanned at safety, they didn't have anybody that had any business playing safety at the NFL level in that game and Teddy Bridgewater uh, balled out, but they, you know, they fall to uh, two and two at that point. It was just, that that was some humble pie. I, I just think the Arizona Cardinals, no matter how you kind of like simulate this game, they should dominate this contest. Yeah. And that just brings me to the point the Cardinals could have won 12 games last year. So they win the two games they're supposed to start four and oh, you know, even take away Buffalo, even take away the Hill Murray that that wasn't supposed to happen. I mean, they definitely could have won. It was it, it's puzzling how it didn't happen. It doesn't matter because they're better for it now. It seems like, but yeah, it would be crippling if they lost on Sunday. Like it, yeah. it would be, it, it would not be, it would be rough, rough pumpkins to quote one of my favorite movies. If um, she's out of your league, you're the the story of your life. Um, it would be rough if the Cardinals lost on Sunday for sure. All right. That's a pretty random comedy to be quoting. Such like, a good movie. Such a good movie. It's okay. I've seen it once. Uh, <laughs> it's Pope Rockets, Alex Fancy's Locked On Cardinals. Part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The question that has an easy answer to it, we're going to get into it, but you're going to see the stats that you're just like, I, I can't believe this. We'll get into that. But, of course, here's an easy solution for you. If you're trying to stay in shape or if you're trying to get in shape and you don't want to have to go eat one of those chalky tasteless protein bars we've got the best tasting protein bar bar none on the market it's built bar it's unbelievable they sent us some cookies uh because some cookie dough crunch unreal i'm like <laughs> i'm trying to ration my cookie dough crunch because i don't want it to end did you know built bar has nine delicious flavors you can always rely upon if you don't know which one you like never tried one what are you doing with your life go try one get a mix box get uh two of the nine and figure out if you like those and they're equally as healthy as they are delicious. 17 to 18 grams of muscle-packing protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. 4 to 5 grams of sugar. 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. All flavors, great. All flavors, healthy. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Follow us on uh, Twitter at LockdownAZCards. Follow Alex at Clancy's Corner. Follow me at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. I, I'm, I'm going to gloat here. DeAndre Hopkins took my video. DeAndre Hopkins pirated my video and used it on his own Instagram. Did you know that? I mean, I saw the text, and I was like, you're lying to me. And then you showed me. I was like, you're not lying to me. And I said, you know what? Um, you should report him. I, I didn't say that, but I mean, that's, that's a, it's a beautiful thing. Bo's been doing. If you haven't checked out the locked on uh, Cardinals podcast, pl- um, Twitter at locked on easy cards, that's all Bo making all the videos. I'm the content. He's the video. It's, oh. it's really a beautiful, I mean, it, it's true, uh, but he's, he's been doing an incredible job clipping videos, um, highlighting specific situations in specific games uh, that, you know, Buda Baker, the Isaiah Simmons one at the goal line against Derrick Henry was, was masterful work on your part. And then he had a little, Little P3 pause, I guess we could call it, in the middle of DeAndre Hopkins' route where he burned Patrick Peterson for the touchdown against Minnesota, which is the one that DeAndre Hopkins inevitably stole like a pirate. 
Right. And, and he's, if, if there's any, there's probably a few exceptions where I'm just like, you do what you want to do. I'm not going to say a word. I'm just going to sit back quietly. Uh, but it had the TikTok, oh no, you know, song under <laughs> it uh, when he absolutely just dusted and toasted P3 um, for the touchdown. So just wanted to, just wanted to kind of pat myself on the shoulder there. But speaking of DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins right now is third on the Arizona Cardinals as far as targets are concerned. Third. He is third in the air, on the Arizona Cardinals and targets. Um, you know, you look at all the absurd numbers that came out this week. He hasn't had a drop since week two. Uh, was it last year, Alex? Wasn't that what the, the stat was? He hasn't had 145 consecutive targets without a drop. Hasn't had a drop pass since week two of last season. And then when Kyler Murray throws him the ball, the passer rating, when targeted, is a near-perfect 158.1. Are they not throwing the ball to DeAndre Hopkins enough? I think that's an easy answer. Well, yeah. I mean, this has been the theme since I, – I mean, I, I'm i just saying things that are true, and I just – I mean, I get punished for people that don't want to see the forest through the trees. It's not about when they're winning. It's about when they need a first down, when they're down a touchdown with three minutes left, and Kyler Murray doesn't look at DeAndre Hopkins nearly enough. Sure. It's fantastic that Christian Kirk is getting involved, that Rondell Moore is showing an immediate impact. All of that. Both can be true. They are completely underutilizing DeAndre Hopkins. It, it was really, it was the goal line. It was first and 10 or whatever it was, first and goal, where the Cardinals needed a touchdown. They could have iced the game pretty much. They probably would have gone for two, and Minnesota would have needed a, touch, a, a touchdown instead of a field goal. He has Patrick Peterson one on one at the top of the field, and, and Kyler Murray doesn't look at him once, doesn't even look at him. And he's trying to force it to A.J. Green on a slant. They're trying to run the ball like, throw the ball to him. If Patrick Peterson picks him off, stop. But until then, throw the dude the ball. He's the best receiver in the league. Yeah, they, he has the same amount of targets as, as A.J. Green. But then you see the production, and it's just through the roof. I mean, you've got uh, Hopkins, 97% of the snaps, 84% for Green. Targets, 12 for, for Nuke, 12 for Green. And then Hopkins has double the receivings and receiving yards and uh, and receptions and three touchdowns. The to one touchdown. Look, I like getting AJ Green involved. I like the stiff arm through the turf of State Farm Stadium the other day uh, for the, the go ahead score. But at the same token, you need to be looking at DeAndre Hopkins more often than you look at AJ Green. No matter if you're rooting for the reclamation project and the career resurgence. It does. You you can't get away from feeding the beast that is number ten. Now let me ask you this: Is AJ Green worth the money so far? I I, I just don't think it's that much money, so I'm not I'm not concerned about right. it. So I mean, yeah, it, I think he, yeah. look the, the the entire receiving core is is playing at a very high level. Like Christian Kirk in his con- contract year has made two unbelievable plays when the Arizona Cardinals needed the fourth and five. And then of course the throw off my back foot and pray mm-hmm. somebody's there and he catches it from Kyler Murray against Tennessee. And then of course the dot that he caught for 19 yards uh, from, from Kyler Murray on a big third and 16 in week two, like Christian Kirk contract, Christian Kirk is balling out. And then you have Rondell Moore who's leading the team in receiving yards. Who's, I mean, they all, it's a diverse receiving core and, and I love it. And it's fun to watch. And I think AJ Green is is a big part of that. I just don't want to see him have the same you know number of opportunities sure. as AJ 
DeAndre Hopkins. Of course. I mean, but the fact that you have bookends with two with DeAndre Hopkins, who plays like a six five, and a six four AJ Green, and you have the short fast guys running in the middle of the field, that's ideal. I feel like yeah. if AJ Green wasn't a part of the of the equation, it wouldn't be as easy for Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore to spring. I mean, I think that I, I think that's fair to say. We don't know, obviously, but I think the six million upwards of eight is was much more well spent on him than Larry Fitzgerald or Patrick Peterson. I just think that it fits the mold a little bit better that allows the guys, the fast guys, just to tear up secondaries. Yeah, I, I do agree that uh, AJ Green playing that other outside p- uh, wide receiver position does put Christian Kirk, especially, in a better position to succeed on the football field you know, in the middle of the field or just doing whatever it is that he needs to do because obviously defenses aren't doing a good job covering him in key situations. You know, he's just getting one-on-one opportunities and Kyler Murray's finding him, which is unbelievable. All right, we're going to get into the full preview. We're going to make our predictions here and we're going to make our uh, player of the game uh, predictions as well. We're going to wrap things up here and we're going to send you into week three for the Arizona Cardinals where it's already upon us. I mean, you had the Thursday night football game last night Carolina Panthers and uh, it was at the Carolina. Why can't I even remember off the Houston, top of my Texas? Head? Houston, Texas, because nobody cares about the Houston, Texas. <laughs> Cardinals have their best players. Alex, week three, we got a spread for the Arizona Cardinals in Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, this is an interesting game, Bo, altogether. When you have, <laughs> when you have a team that's reeling like the, uh, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you have the Cardinals who are at the top of their game. You, you so the, say the home team gets three. Do you know what this line is before I tell you what it is? Yes. Okay. So uh, the Cardinals are favored by seven and a half on the road. So that is a lot of points to be favored on the road. And bet online if you like that. If you don't like that and you want to take Jacksonville seven and a half, you can do that because bet online is back and better than ever. They're your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. They've updated everything. The site, the interface, everything is streamlined, and it's easier to wager. they got more odds, props, contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. So go to the website or use your mobile device today to receive your 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code NFL100. Again, you go to the website, you sign up, and the first time you deposit, you get a 100% welcome bonus with promo code NFL100. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, Bo. All right. And Cardinals fans, everybody except for Alex, he's a recluse. He stays in his apartment at all times, condo, sorry, uh, because he barely drives. I think he probably fills his tank up like once a month. Yeah. But sure. everybody else is behind the wheel and paying major money at the pump. Don't do that any longer. Everybody buys gas, and they need to know about this new app. It's called Get Upside. Our listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store, Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. That's easy, right? And get a bonus, $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get 50 cent per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot more making as much as two, $300 in month, a month in cash back, and there's just no catch. There's no rub. The cash back gets added to your account. Cash out anytime, your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card. 
or for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Get 50%, 50 cent ga- per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN. Get cash app. Unbelievable. All right. Wrapping things up. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you so much for tuning in, making Locked On Cardinals the first thing you listen to each and every day. Everything you watch. We're live on YouTube. We're premiering on YouTube, I should say, 10 a.m. each and every morning. Um, and then except for Sunday nights when we're doing the recap of the Arizona Cardinals games like we've been doing the past two weeks. Halftime show once again this week as well. It doesn't matter that it's 10 a.m. We're going to get Alex up out of bed and uh, get hydrated, get those electric light, electrolytes flowing, and he'll be good to go after a hard night Saturday night. Yeah, and just remember, in a month from now, Arizona is not going to change clocks when everybody else is. It will always be 10 a.m. Arizona time, which will be mountain time for everybody that doesn't live in Arizona because we are too wild, wild west-ish to change our damn yeah. clocks ever. Yeah. Stay strong, Arizona. Don't, don't, don't you change. Woo. As far as uh, Trevor Lawrence, the rookie quarterback, number one overall selection, uh, he has 11 picks in his last eight games dating back to Clemson. Like he's got a pretty good, he's got a pretty good streak as far as just throwing picks. And the Arizona Cardinals have not been good as far as being ball hawks. They are dead last in the NFL since the beginning of 2020 season, with tied with 12, just 12 picks. Their lone interception this year is from Isaiah Simmons. It was off a pass breakup from Robert Alford. Uh, they have to get. They have to continue this trend. There's just no excuse this game for them not to get their hands on a, at least two footballs from Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, whether it be fumble or interception, absolutely. I mean, you're yeah. going to see the pass rush uh, in in high demand for the Cardinals. Listen, there's a couple things that Trevor Lawrence does have in his bag. One of them is a cannon. He's got a cannon, mm-hmm. and he's got very. He's a lot more like Ryan Tannehill than he is Kirk Cousins. He is, he, I mean, he's got some movability in the pocket and behind the line of scrimmage. He's tough to bring down because he's a hoss. So there are certain things that just because he's a rookie and very inexperienced and the game's still really fast for him doesn't mean that he can't eat your lunch on specific plays. So you still have to honor it. You're going to be opportunistic because he's a rookie, but. They've got guys that can catch balls on the opposing team. Like, I just just because it's Trevor Lawrence, I don't think that means that they can that you'd be surprised they put up a twenty four burger. Like, I don't like Trevor Lawrence is talented enough to put points up on the board, and Denver is a very good defense. Denver shut him down. He put up some points against Houston in Week One, even though they lost. Like, he has to be respected, even though yes, that streak of interceptions. Uh, you know, is trending in a positive way for the Cardinals, and they should absolutely, absolutely be opportunistic. But still, you got to respect him. He's an NFL, NFL quarterback. This is an NFL team. Yeah, I know people are surprised by Houston Texans. Their, their start, you know, they're one and one. They they kind of were playing with the Cleveland Browns into the second half mm-hmm. in week, two. and then Denver Broncos are kind of a surprising two and zero team. But I think, I at least I would say the Arizona Cardinals. I don't think anybody's going to. They're a better team. Yeah, for sure. Those two teams. So they need to dominate this game. And I don't think that they need to dominate from the opening kick to the final whistle. Like, exactly what you said. Trevor Lawrence is going to get some big plays. He's going to make some big enough plays, like Kyler Murray in his rookie year, where the fan base, at least in North Florida, can be like, okay, all right, we can see where this is going. But for the most part, like, if the Arizona Cardinals defense uh, shuts him down for 65 to 70% of the time, that's going to be enough, because especially with how the offense is playing for them to win the game and win the game handle. Yeah, you want to see this like the Jets game from last year. 
Yes. Even though it was Joe Flacco, fine. But I remember the Jets scored early, and it was or they or they had a field goal early. The game was tight early, and then the Cardinals blew it open. If you see that kind of game arc, that's fine. Or you need to see something before it gets to garbage time. If the Cardinals go up two or three scores, the defense just shows, hey, we can do this. We're dominating this game, and then you know you you play you play the the backup guys the tail end of the game, and it doesn't really matter what the final score is at that point. But if yeah. this is like a 14-14 tie at halftime, it's gonna raise some eyebrows on both offensive and defensive sides of the ball. Like you're right, th- this has to be a domination. This has yeah. to show everybody in the league that the Cardinals are good enough to beat a handful of teams. Because I always go back to this: 2019 was the start of some games where teams would see the Cardinals on their roster and not just do check, that's a win. And it's been the progress through the Cardinals over the last two years where now there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to look at the Cardinals be either question mark or L on their roster before the season starts. And yeah. this one has to be an L from Jacksonville and everybody watching, and the Cardinals just have to remind everybody of that. Yeah, and, and there's been a lot of conversation about the two guys on the sidelines in this game. Urban Meyer, Cliff yeah. Kingsbury... And, uh, you know, shockingly, Cliff Kingsbury's been talked about as the head coach with the edge in this contest. And this is probably the first time in a long time. And Cliff needs to continue to have that edge. And the way he does that is continue to have his offense roll and not give Urban Meyer any chance. As you said, if it's 14-14 at halftime, the more you give a guy like Urban Meyer a chance and give him the belief that, hey, maybe I can, maybe I can make it in this league. Maybe we can win this game. I mean, that's how underdogs pull-off upsets is hanging around. You have to make this like a 21-7 or 27 first half. And then if if Trevor Lawrence comes out and throws a touchdown to open up the second half or early in the second half, that's fine. You put a, you tack on a little bit. You tack on a Matt Prater or whatever. It's just you should make this one an easy one for you. The stats probably won't be as eye-popping just because it should be such a game that the Arizona Cardinals put in the bag early enough to where Kyler Murray doesn't have to go out there and make all these crazy plays that we've been seeing through two weeks. Like, good, your 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 number one receiver's banged up. Your number one corner's banged up. You know, you're you're relatively healthy compared to the rest of the league. But at the same token, like this is an opportunity for you guys to uh, to kind of rest some guys up, but also get a big W at the same token. Um, so let's get into this contest. Like we we've been we can talk about it till we're blue in the face, but. You know, looking at it, you said the spread, it's there. It's seven and a half, the Arizona Cardinals, seven and a half point favorites on the road at the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you like? I mean, I. it's so hard to score 30 points in this league week in and week out. So I don't think the Cardinals are going to hit 30. I, I just don't. I think it's going to be 27-17 Cardinals. It's not going to be as close as the score would indicate. I like the under and... That's where I'm at. You know, I so, like them to cover. I like them to win, but I like the under. I think the under is 52, right? Over under is 52? Correct. 52 and a half, I believe. I think there's okay. a hook in there. Okay. Actually, it's 52. But here's an interesting number I found. I'm bringing it up all from betonline.ag. Is 30 and a half the Arizona Cardinals team points, yeah. as you were just kind of talking about. I mean, that's where you're getting a little hesitant, huh? Well, I mean. Because I'm not. Okay. I mean, I don't I think- trust the first and goal, second and goal, third and goal touchdown thing a lot. I mean, I think they're going to get down there a lot, and I think there's going to be field goals settled for just to get points up. 
um, instead of going forward on fourth and goal from the three. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be a couple more field goals than touchdowns. We had uh, a Todd Furman on who had a genius, genius thought. He's like, you need to score touchdowns. It was before yeah. the Tennessee game in week one where the line was, what, 53, and it, and it shimmied right up there to 52, mm-hmm. and there was 52 with a quarter left, and it just never hit, which was brutal for overhitter, o- overbetters. But, yeah, I think it's going to be under 30 and a half. I do. This this team is is capable of scoring 30 points and stringing along a bunch of, you know, even three in a row. They, sure. had, they had a stretch of five games last year where they were over 30 points. Uh, they need to continue that. And, you know, now I think they're like 10 and one now when scoring 30 or more points on their Cliff Kingsbury. That should be your magic number each and every week with this offense. And, and there's no excuse. I don't care how many first round picks are on that defense. Uh, you know, and, and you got Miles Jack still there and he's kind of emerging, whatever. But I think the Arizona Cardinals, uh, I think they easily they go over 30 points. Um, the over under, you're right. You know, is, can Jacksonville score? Can they take care of their end of this one to get to 52? You know, can they get to 20 if the Arizona Cardinals get to 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 30? You know, that's still your couple of points shy, give or take. You know, I don't like the over in this game, as you were saying, and but I do like the Arizona Cardinals to cover. Um, and then we're looking at a couple prop bets in this game. Uh, which ones? You had one, and I had one. Uh, I was thinking about the James Robinson versus yeah. Chase Edmonds head to head. Who would lead the? Who would have more rush yards? I think Chase Edmonds. Just looking at his opportunities and how this game could potentially be in the bag by the second half to get that win that rushing battle. Well, I think that the the Jaguars need James Robinson to gain yardage more to score points at this point in 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 Trevor Lawrence's career than the Cardinals do to put up points with Chase Edmonds. You know, plus they have like Carlos Hyde isn't a part of this. James Conner's not a part of this, but I feel like James Conner's going to get more of a lion's share. It's been split pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still think it's going to be James Conner out of you know bare necessity uh, for the Jaguars, even though Chase Edmonds has the ability to break one a lot more than James Robinson does. All right, good job, Baloo. We Thank also you. like the we like. I the, passed on the alligator blood that I could have done earlier right. when you yeah. said hanging around, so I, I didn't. So Chase Edmonds hasn't had. So we were looking at also the carries potentially, and there's one on Bet Online. There's one carry where you start to see the odds go from uh, you're not going to make as much as you're going to bet, but it starts to swing at 13. That's the magic number. Do you think that Chase Edmonds could get 13 carries? He hasn't done it so far. He's got 20 carries on the season so far. Yeah, he had 12 last week, eight in week one. I think it's going to be either a push or under. I mean, I think there's going to be 22, 23 carries. Look for Kyler Murray to run the ball a little bit more in this game as well. Just to kind of, I mean, because he hasn't done it at all. And this is a perfect game to work on things, keep him out of harm's way. So I'll take the under with Chase Edmonds rushing 13 attempts also. It's tough, too, because when you incorporate Rondell Moore, too. Like, as you want yeah. to keep him, he's a big part of that game plan offensively. And he can be, we, we saw in the preseason him run the football. We haven't seen it too much as far as the regular season. Maybe get him involved there. Um and that takes away from a guy like Chase Edmonds. 13 is a tough – that's a sweat. That's going to be a sweat each and every game of the of the season as he's still got that RB1, you know, moniker, whatever. He's 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 going to be 13. It's a big number for a guy like Chase Edmonds. So prediction as far as the game, the sco- final score, and then our players of the game on offensive side and defensive side. Um. So what I say, I said 27-17 – um, and then offensive, it's going to be DeAndre Hopkins. This is going to be his coming out party. 
Uh, everybody's heard everything. He's hurt. He's not. This is go get it. I mean, eight catches over 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, defensively, I think it's going to be Isaiah Simmons. I This is like That's they true. need him now. They need him now to take that step. That hit on Derrick Henry shows that he's an NFL player and shows what he could possibly be. If you haven't watched that, and I know that Ryan Tannehill scampered in and scored anyways, he, especially with Zayvon Collins, I feel like Bo and I are going to read from the same script here. He, even because Zayvon Collins isn't playing up to the potential people thought he would through two weeks, needs to have that aggression speed that Jordan Hicks just doesn't have anymore in his career. Isaiah Simmons, boom. Nobody knows Trevor Lawrence better than Isaiah Simmons. They played the college. That's that you stole mine, and now I'm scrambling to figure it out. You know they have more players than that. You got to look to the to to the pass rush. You you hope that the pass rush, you know, gets after it again. It looks more like week one than it did in week two. I think that Chandler Jones, that's the one you're you're going to look to. Maybe it's the guy that's faced this team before in JJ Watt. I'm sure they've had you know nightmares about him before, but I think it's Chandler Jones. We could potentially get to the to the quarterback twice in this game, maybe force a fumble, as you mentioned, put the ball on the turf. Offensively, you know, how do you get away from a guy like Rondell Moore? He's the hot hand. I like what you said about DeAndre Hopkins, but you know, they're just Kyler Murray's just got a rapport with Rondell Moore. And unless unless they come out and the Jaguars emphasize taking him out of the game plan, I just don't know how he doesn't have another big game. Yeah. And I'm looking right now. Um, hopefully I can find it before I say this, find the odds. Watch for Max Williams anytime touchdown on Sunday. We're, we might see the the movement forward with Max Williams being not the guy, but being a potential guy in the red zone, especially because remember, Dan Arnold was Kyler Murray's favorite target in the red zone. Wasn't DeAndre Hopkins, wasn't anybody else. It was Dan Arnold down the stretch of last season. So just watch out for our boy, Max Williams, the rumbling, bumbling, stumbling redhead to catch a touchdown on Sunday. Max with two X's. That's going to do it for us here on Locked On Cardinals. We're going to we're going to have our halftime show once again. Uh, it's yeah, just look for us. There is something going on with Twitter, but don't worry about it. We're going to send a link out at Locked On AZ Cards. You'll be able to find us halftime. Uh, it, I'm just talking about Periscope, and and they're just doing something, and that it's way above our heads. So just look for the link. <laughs> At Lockdown AZ Cards, Alex and I will retweet it at B-O-B-R-E-C-K and at Clancy's Corner. And if you don't want to mess with it at all, just find us on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed to so far, you know, already, please do so. We're approaching a thousand subscribers, and we're so thankful for that, that everybody's tuning in each and every day to watch Locked on Cardinals, which is your best daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Um, and then real quick, before we get out of here, if you're looking to kind of build that stack, Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. Listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. He is the truth. Get your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Alex, talk to you Sunday. We'll talk to all of you on Sunday. Follow Alex at Clancy Corner. Follow me at B-O-B-R-E-C-K. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good weekend.